local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good evening and welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up, in Takwa, severe flooding engulfs Bonsa as river busts its bank. In Asin North by election, Charles Opoku's lead narrows to 1.1% in latest poll. In a related development, IGP meets NDC and NPP ahead of polls. And organized labor declares nationwide strike beginning July 10 over three sacked Asogli workers. This business spots and showbiz is coming in this evening's bulletin. The news will be read by Awentemi Akansukum now. The details. This the most in the, the Western region has overflown its banks, resulting in severe flooding that has wreaked havoc on major parts of the town. The rising waters have forced residents to abandon their cars, with buildings now sub- surrounded by a deluge of water. Nana Esi, a journalist, reported that the river had been running high for some days, but it had not indicated an imminent overflow until three days of relentless rainfall pounded the area. As a result of the flooding, Takwa's connection with the Bonsa area has been entirely severe, leading to significant traffic congestion within the township. The residents of Takwa find themselves grappling with the challenges posed by the rising water. She added that the local authorities have been mobilized to respond to the crisis, coordinating efforts to ensure the safety and well-being of the affected residents. Now, a new poll by Global Info Analytics has revealed the current standings in the upcoming by-election for the Asin North constituency. The survey indicates that Charles Opoku, the parliamentary candidate for the new patriotic party, holds a slight advantage over James Chechekwesing, the parliamentary candidate of the National Democratic Congress, NDC. According to the poll, 45.6% of the respondents expressed their intention to vote for James Jechekwesing, while 46.7% declared their support for Charles Opoku. However, the results also highlighted 6.9% of voters remain undecided, making their votes pivotal in determining the outcome of the election on Tuesday. The survey involved 2,500 participants, providing valuable insight into the preferences of the electorate ahead of the by-election. Both candidates are vying for the support of the undecided voters, knowing that their decision shall shape the final results. The survey by Global Info Analytics also revealed that Charles Opoku has squandered a 19% lead he enjoyed four weeks ago into a 1.1% lead, meaning the race is a dead heat. The survey also revealed that Mr. James Jechekwesing leads in 11 out of the 18 electoral areas, while Opoku leads in 7%. The poll also shows that Mr. Opoku has a strong lead among voters aged 18 to 24 and 25 to 34. Mr. Jechekwesing leads in older groups. However, evidence shows that young voters could be 
unreliable demography and if they fail to turn out in their numbers as the poll suggests this could be a blow for mr opoku's chances though mr jechekwe seems lead among the crucial akan group he trails mr opoku among the hours the second largest ethnic group in the constituency According to the poll, 70% of voters indicated that they would not be swayed by the sudden developmental projects in the constituency compared to 30% who would be swayed. Ironically, when voters were asked what action or actions they would take if they were offered an inducement to vote for a particular candidate, 78% said they would take the inducement and vote for the candidate compared to 16% who would take the inducement and vote against the candidate. On the issue of the court case, when voters who voted for Mr. Opoku were asked if they were influenced to vote for him because they feared Mr. Dechekwesin's court case could be an issue, 20% of them said they intended to vote for Mr. Opoku because of Mr. Dechekwesin's court case. The poll also shows that 44% of NDC voters who intend to vote for Charles Opoku were doing so because of Mr. Kwesin's court case. In the key battleground electoral areas of Enja, Breku, Dominase, among several others, undecided voted average over 10% of voters in a related development the inspector general of police igp dr george ekufu dampari on monday june 26 met with the leadership of the national democratic congress ndc and the new patriotic party npp ahead of the asin not by election the meeting focused on ensuring that there is peace before during and after the poll scheduled for tuesday june 27 the engagement took place at the Asin State College Senior High School at the instance of the IGP. Both political parties pledged to ensure a peaceful election and not engage in any illegality. They also expressed their viewpoint, presented their expectations and discussed other matters of importance. On the part of the IGP, he emphasized the need for impartiality neutrality and transparency in the electoral process a by-election in Asin north has become necessary after parliament wrote to the electoral commission declaring the seat vacant this followed the supreme court's ruling that the electoral commission acted unconstitutionally in allowing mr quasing to contest the 2020 parliamentary election without proof of him renouncing his canadian citizenship the apex court in its ruling ordered parliament to expound james jechequasing's name from its records as member of parliament it further declared that his election was unconstitutional null and void and of no effect his swearing in was equally declared to be unconstitutional following this the ndc is backing its former member of parliament for the area james jechequasing and the npp has also presented Charles Opoku. Now, in other stories, organized labor says it would embark on a nationwide strike beginning July 10 over the sacking of three workers at Sonon Asogli Power who tried to form a labor union at the company. 
The sad workers at Asogli are said to have initiated moves to form a union, but following a disagreement with the management of the company, they have been sacked. Organized labor has therefore called for their reinstatement and threatened a nationwide strike beginning July 10. 2023. Now moving to business, the Bank of Ghana has reiterated its assertion that the inflation targeting mechanism is the most effective monetary policy formulation strategy to help to drive inflation down. This comes despite concerns by some experts that the IT framework had outlived its usefulness and cannot be effective against price pressures. Speaking at the launch of the book title, Central Banking in Ghana and the Governors. First Deputy Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Maxwell Opoku Afari, stated that I found the author's exposition on the tools of monetary policy insightful, especially the direct control and inflation targeting, expansionary and contract contractionary monetary policy stance, and the temporary monetary strategies. In 2007, the Bank of Ghana adopted an inflation targeting framework which was supported by a flexible exchange rate regime. Inflation targeting is a monetary policy framework where the central bank sets a specific target for the inflation rate and adjusts its monetary policy tools to achieve that target. The primary goal of inflation targeting is to maintain price stability, which is considered a crucial prerequisite for sustainable economic growth and development. The Bank of Ghana's inflation target was set at 8% with a symmetric band of 2%, which means that the bank aimed to keep inflation within a range of 6% to 10%. Now moving to some sports, the Ghana Boxing Authority GBA has imposed a two-year suspension on Alex Intiamwa, the Chief Executive Officer of Box Office Sports. This action comes as a result of Mr. Ntiamwe's violation of the ban on drumming and noise-making as directed by the Ghana State and the Accra Metropolitan Assembly. In a statement, the GBA stated that Mr. Ntiamwa, along with Splendor 3 Boxing Promotion, disregarded the imposed measures and proceeded to organize a boxing event on Sunday, May 28, 2023 in Accra instead of a shaman as earlier discussed. The GBA highlighted that this marks the second time Mr. Ntiamwa has committed the same offense. Now moving to showbiz this evening, musician and socialite Miss Bell has welcomed her second child. In a video shared on her Instagram page, Miss Bell revealed she welcomed a baby girl. She calls her daughter Nanahima. The 16 years hitmaker shared snippets of her delivery story, including footages from the caesarean operation nurses cleaning the baby and videos of mother and daughter sleeping in their room for to us a child is born to us a baby or hima one is given and the government will be on her shoulders forever grateful miss bell captioned her pose this comes two weeks after she had announced she was expecting her baby miss bell debuted her baby bum sharing numerous pictures of herself 
celebrating in one picture and cradling the bump in another. Following her news that caught people's attention was her Rihanna-inspired maternity outfit where she shows off her baby bump in different stylish clothing. And that's how we draw cuttings for the evening's bulletin on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your app store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awen Temi Akansukum. And I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good evening.